Rodriguez, CBS News. You've all heard it. At American Family Insurance, our agents have protected dreams like yours for over 90 years. They're small business owners too, so they know how to build a policy that matches your needs. Your business is tu sueño. It's your dream. We'll protect it like it's ours. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. See Bill Betts on East Main Street in Park Hills or call 573-431-4893. American Family Mutual Insurance Company assigned its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. At Midwest Veterans Outreach and Thrift Store, we honor those who served our nation. Step into a world of value and purpose where every purchase supports our veterans. Discover quality finds at unbeatable prices from clothing and furniture to unique collectibles. Midwest Veterans Outreach and Thrift Store is your destination for both savings and supporting our heroes. Visit Midwest Veterans Outreach and Thrift Store in the Save-A-Lot Shopping Center in Park Hills. Together, we can make a difference in the lives of our veterans. AM 1240 KFMO. The start of your day begins with the start. I need my news, weather, and sports. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting. Weather at 12 and 40 every hour. I'm Jared Pettis. We check sports. And now, the start on AM 1240 KFMO. Good morning to you. It's great to have you with us today. I appreciate your ears right here. So set it and forget it. 1240 AM KFMO. Well, we're at 7 minutes after 7 AM and... uh, I don't know if you caught who's going to be on the program earlier. I was trying to throw that out there real quick before we got into CBS News, but we're going to have Zach Franklin of the uh, Park Hills City Government folks. He's the city administrator, and he'll be with us in about another 15 minutes or so. Plus, we have a St. Francis County Commission report for you with Harold Gallagher. Later this hour, we're going to give away a ham And also the Mineral Area Council on the Arts program with Tiffany Gallagher will be a featured uh, event today on the program. Plus uh, the new show we started uh, two months ago, I believe, and I hope they uh, are going to be on today. I'm trying to get in touch with them. I I always have to verify the day before a program who's going to be on and everything. We have our regular set calendar, and all of our guests have it in their calendar, too. Uh, but I always make contact. I like to keep that going and just uh, keep those lines of communication open. That's very important. So we'll uh, have the Southeast Mental Health Minute coming up at KFMO. That'll be about 845. All of those today and so much more to come tomorrow and even Friday. The show is just about booked up. for It is booked up, really, for both days. Now, if anybody wanted to go on the program Thursday or Friday, I'd have to say... Uh, You could in the 6 o'clock hour, but you know what? Most of my guests are afraid of the dark, and they don't like to come out that early. So (laughs) they're they're not vampires. They'd be out here all night long, but uh, oh, oh yeah. Well, let's see. It's Wednesday. It's hump day. That's nice. And uh, that 12 deals of Christmas is something I think you should remember, too. We'll talk more about that later, though. But we have news coming up next at KFMO. Let's go Cardinals. Minerary Cardinals, that is. Hi, this is Brandon Hubbard. Come hang out with your friends at Hub's Pub and Grill in Bonterre, Potosi. We offer great lunch and dinner items and daily specials from sandwiches, steaks, fish, salads, or wings. We have something you'll love. Stop by and see us before or after the game. That's Hub's Pub and Grill in Bonterre and Potosi. 
Check us out on Facebook or online at hubspubandgrill.com. Stop on by Hub's Pub located at 10 South Dover Street in Bon Terre and 220 West High Street in Potosi. Unlock unbeatable savings every day at Parkland Big Deals. Your deal of the day awaits you with extra savings piled on top of already discounted prices from local businesses. Elevate your shopping game, support local businesses, and pocket extra cash. Discover the joy of smart shopping at Parkland Big Deals. Click on the Big Deals logo at kfmo.com or b104fm.com to check out the deal of the day and to save big. Your wallet will thank you. It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis on the local side high school boys basketball from the TJ Fulon Fieldhouse as the Central Rebels got their home opener against Cape Notre Dame. Hello, I'm Jerry. And I'm Brett. And I'm Amber. And I'm Amanda. Our parents own Willette Home Furnishings in Bon Terre. And we would like to wish you all a very Merry Christmas. And a Happy New Year. From our family to yours. Seasons, Seasons greetings from Willette Home Furnishings and Appliances. Our kids may be a few years older now. But it has been our pleasure to serve each and every one of you over the last 25 years. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas from, from our family, family to yours, yours at Willette, Willette Home, Home Furnishings, Furnishings in Bon Terre and Farmington. Local news you can trust. This is the Parkland's Freedom Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Here's Mike Ramsey. Good morning. It is Wednesday, December 13th. The time is 10 minutes after 7 o'clock. In our newscast, we're going to hear more about the traveler information map from MoDOT. We'll hear more about the State Highway Patrol. They're closing some driver examination stations around Missouri for the holidays. They want you to know the dates. And Deloge officials are looking into an issue with the city's trash fee after Monday night's Board of Aldermen meeting. Deloge Mayor Pete Pasternak says he's calling into question the current trash fee and whether or not it should be collected from residents after a tax that was passed in 1976 that apparently should be covering trash collection expenses. I found some documents from 1976 that we have a 1% sales tax that's we're obligated to have uh, free trash and uh, you know some people on the board see it a different way and we'll come up with a plan you know and see what we can do because uh, the trash fee is a relatively small part of our budget and I think we can figure out ways to get by without it. In other business, at Monday's Deloge Board of Aldermen meeting, a holiday bonus was approved for Deloge firefighters and sewer system development for the East Outer Road area was also discussed. The Missouri State Highway Patrol would like to remind you their driver examination stations throughout the state will be closed a couple of dates during the holidays. They'll be closed Monday, December 25th for Christmas. They'll reopen for regular business Tuesday, December 26th, and they'll be closed Monday, January 1st in observance of New Year's Day. Normal operations will resume Tuesday, January 2nd. Missouri Department of Transportation officials are encouraging drivers to use their traveler information map. An area engineer with MoDOT, Chris Crocker, says if you have to drive during winter road conditions, Use the online map for up-to-the-minute road conditions in your area. So let's say it's snowing out and a, a snowplow truck driver just went over the route and plowed it off. They're visually observing the route and looking at its condition and then reporting back to their supervisor who then relays that information to the traveler information map. The Traveler Information Map is downloadable as an app for your devices. To view the map, visit the Missouri Department of Transportation's website at modot.org. And that's news from AM 1240. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting for KFMO News from the Collins News Desk, and it's Wednesday, 
December 13th. It's also 12 minutes after 7 o'clock. Remember, today we're looking at a weather situation of, well, partly sunny skies to a high near 52. Stick around sports next. Jared Pettis and check the website kfmo.com. It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis on the local side high school boys basketball from the TJ Fulon Fieldhouse as the Central Rebels got their home opener against Cape Notre Dame, the Bulldogs. Glenn Berry has the recap. The Central Rebels used a 16-0 run to end the first quarter and catapult to a 75-46 win over Cape Notre Dame on Tuesday night at the TJ Fulon Fieldhouse in Park Hills. On a night where the state champion Rebels foot Football team was honored in pregame ceremonies. The Central Rebels offense took a few minutes to get untracked. However, the defense was wreaking havoc, causing 10 Cape Notre Dame turnovers in the first half. When the offense finally came alive, it was a little too much for Cape Notre Dame to handle, and Central took a 20-point lead into the locker room at half at 35-15. Even though the Bulldogs got off to a better start in the second half, they could not close the gap. In fact, they fell further behind, down as many as 25 points before the final whistle. Central goes on to win it 75-46, and after the game, Central head coach Brad Gross. This is the first game we've played where uh, we've actually, you know, coming off football, we didn't have any practice hardly at all, and we played four games last week, felt like we was in a little better shape, so we tried to get out and give a little more pressure tonight, so... I was glad we did. I think it worked out pretty good for us. Central was led in scoring by Joe Bryan, who had 22 points. Caden Casey had 17, while Cannon Harlow and Chris Lachance both had 10 apiece. Colton Johnson led Cape Notre Dame with 21, and Brett Dohan had 16. Central improves to 4-1 and one, will take on Festus on Friday night, a game that was postponed earlier this year due to the football team's championship run in the state playoffs. Cape Notre Dame will host Sykeston on Friday as well. Once again, in the first home game of the season for the Central Rebels, they come out on top 75-46 over the Cape Notre Dame Bulldogs. From the TJ Fulon Fieldhouse, I'm Glenn Berry for KFMO B104 Sports. Glenn, thanks. Other boys basketball action from Tuesday and Fredericktown. Top Bismarck on the road, 55-38. Well, Arcadia Valley falls on their home floor to South Iron, 54-40. Kingston pick up a huge winner over Herculaneum, winning by 56. 77-27. North County Falls to Saxony Lutheran and Bonterre 52-24. And Valley Caledonia on the boys and girls side sweep by Burnham. The Vikings win at 69-14. The Lady Vikings 41-36. And one other girls basketball matchup. Grandview beats Kingston on the road 47-26. Coming up today on the local side, not a whole lot. West County is at Steelville. While on the girls basketball side, it's Arcadia Valley as they host Lesterville. And Herculaneum is at West County. And in the 62nd Lynn Holiday Tournament in semifinals, three-seed Farmington plays two-seed Tipton. That one later on today. No basketball coverage tonight, but the Central Christmas Tournament seeds from Central High School later this evening. We'll have updates in our first check of sports Thursday morning, and we'll also keep you up to date on the website, kfmosports.com, and on X, formerly known as Twitter, at kfmosportsbb. Coming up tomorrow, girls basketball, Fredericktown hosts West County in a broadcast matchup. That's got pregame at 5.30 for a 6 o'clock tip-off. We'll have live video on the website as well. Again, that's kfmosports.com. And on Friday, boys basketball from Central as the Rebels host Festus in a game that was originally scheduled for December 1st. Well, that was the day that the football state championship game was taking place. Then on Saturday, seven broadcast games, all from the Bob Seacrest Fieldhouse. And it's five high school and two MAC in the 
St. Francis County Rotary Shootout. From there to the gridiron in NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs are at New England against the Patriots on Sunday. It was a game that was originally scheduled for Monday Night Football. However, that was flexed due to ESPN's flex scheduling. The Chiefs struggling as of late, and the Patriots have been all season. Coverage starts on KFMO with pregame at 11 o'clock with the Chiefs Radio Network and kickoff with Mitch Holtis and the gang at high noon. That's on Sunday. The following Monday, that's Christmas, the Chiefs will play the Las Vegas Raiders at Arrowhead Stadium. And NCAA men's basketball, the Missouri Tigers on the hardwood will host Seton Hall. That is on Sunday, December 17th at 4 o'clock. And after that, Friday, December 22nd, Missouri will play Illinois, the Fighting Illini, at Enterprise Center in the Bragging Rides game. Illinois, 16th ranked in the nation. And St. Louis University Billikens basketball, they play on Saturday at 7 at Chaffetz Arena against Louisiana Tech. Then they'll play Wednesday, December 20th at NC State. And we'll wrap it up with this. NHL, the St. Louis Blues were in action on Tuesday against the Detroit Red Wings. Alex Ferrario and the Blues Radio Network have the recap. Well, the Blues last night returned home to open up a three-game homestand, welcoming in the Detroit Red Wings. They scored the first goal of the game. Brandon Saad, six minutes in at even strength, but then Detroit got back-to-back goals to take a one-goal lead going into the second period, but it took Kevin Hayes 31 seconds to put the Blues back on top, his seventh and eighth goal of the season. Detroit would tie it up, and then the Blues would take the lead before the second period would end. Marco Scandella scored the eighth shorthanded goal of the season for the Blues, but the third period got ugly. 48 seconds in, a power play goal tied it up for Detroit. Robbie Fabry scored to take the lead seven minutes in, and then the Blues would give up the empty netter shorthanded for a 6-4 to four loss. Now a four-game losing streak for the Blues as they're below 1-500 on the season. They'll be back in action Thursday night. Ottawa Senators in town. 7 o'clock puck drop. 6.30 pregame skate on the St. Louis Blues Radio Network. Blues defenseman Torrey Krug says the team can't continue to let winnable games slip away. We had a chance multiple times during this game to kind of take over and, and we didn't and that's kind of been smaller picture tonight, but big picture of our season has kind of been the same thing. And Blues forward Kevin Hayes says the team has to work together to get back to their winning ways. Some nights it doesn't go your way. Uh, it feels like it's been like that for a while now. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're all professionals. we got to show up and do our job, work at your job, and, and uh, no single guy is going to get us out of it. We have to do it together as a group. The Blues have allowed 58 goals in their last 14 games, and a couple hours after the conclusion of the loss on Tuesday, the Blues announced that they relieved Craig Berube of his coaching duties. Springfield Thunderbirds head coach Drew Bannister was named interim head coach of the St. Louis Blues. Blues GM Doug Armstrong will be meeting with the media today at 10.30. The last time the Blues released a coach midseason, it was when Craig Berube was assigned as interim head coach in 2019, taking over for Mike Yo, who was fired in November. The Blues 13-14-1, and we'll move on the rest of the way with interim head coach Drew Bannister. That's sports. I'm Jared Pettis, and we'll leave you with this game sound from pregame. It's the Game 7 Stanley Cup 2019, the pregame speech from then interim head coach Craig Berube. Pump it up here. We're here for a reason because we're a good hockey team and we're going to come home with a cup here tonight. Let's go. Sonny, Bo Perry, Benner. Let's go. Let's go. Hi, it's Jenny from Big Deals with some great news. A new local business has joined Big Deals. Sound the trumpets. And can I get a drum roll, please? 
It's Nickel Suds Laundry Cleaning Service, where they come to you. They'll pick up your laundry, wash it, dry it, and deliver it to your door within 48 hours. Nickel Suds Laundry Service. Find out more at KFMO.com or B104FM.com. This holiday season, the team at LaWasse North America in St. Genevieve wishes you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. May your festivities be filled with joy and warmth. Happy holidays from LaWasse North America to you and yours. Hi, this is Danielle Burns from Keller Williams Realty. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Thank you for trusting me with your real estate needs. Here's to a wonderful holiday season and a fantastic new year. Whether you're in pursuit of a transferable degree or need training to jumpstart a great career, your future starts at Mineral Area College. Max tuition is affordable, substantially less than a university, and we're close to home with locations in Park Hills, Fredericktown, Potosi, and Perryville. Interested in online classes? We offer those too. We've been creating student success stories since 1922. There's no better time to start yours. Apply online at mineralarea.edu. In times of financial uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call on someone who's invested in your success. I'm Brandon Penberthy, your Deloge Edward Jones Financial Advisor. At Edward Jones, we believe in building a complete picture of your financial life, including your unique goals and passions, so we can help you work towards achieving what's most important to you. Call me at 573-431-2950 or visit edwardjones.com to get started today. Edward Jones, member SIPC. This is the start from KFMO AM 1240 at 721, and it's time for our Park Hill City Government Report. We have Zach Franklin, City Administrator, sitting in the chair this morning, and uh, how's the chair? It's good. It's good, good to be here. Yeah, yeah, it's a good chair. It's not too bad. We cherish it yeah, so much. <laughs> I have a friend who, I'm not going to mention his name, and yeah. many of you may know who I'm talking about, but he takes a walk in a Farmington Park uh, like every day. And he always spends time with his chair that's been sitting out in the yeah. woods for probably a decade. And it's in the same spot. Yeah. It's the same chair. It's the same guy <laughs> all the time. He posts on Facebook, yeah. but, uh, you know, I cherish that too. <laughs> anyway, thanks for coming in today and Merry Christmas to you. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Happy to be here. Always happy to join you. Yeah, it's good to get you in to find out what's going on with Park Hill City Government, the improvements to the city, and all kinds of great things like that. And, uh, uh, did you meet last night? Was it last night? Yeah. Yep. City council last night. We're, we're only one meeting this month. We usually do a, a council meeting and a work session, but mm -hmm. just we canceled the work session due to holidays. So our only meeting this month. All right. Yeah. You'll be meeting with Santa. Yeah, later. exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> you go to the North yeah. Pole for that stuff. <laughs> Um, well, what happened at the meeting? Uh, was there anything? I, I think you said something about insurance uh, workers' comp. Yeah, yeah. We uh, the city hasn't hasn't bid out their general insurance in, in, in quite a while, and you know it's one thing I observed coming in, and um, one thing I felt was necessary just to keep everything competitive, right? You know, not that we were unhappy with our provider, we were we were happy with our provider, but again, you just you know want to make sure you're doing everything you can um, to get the most out of the dollars you have available. So we did bid bid out our general liability auto 
one workers comp and we're actually staying with our current brokerage so um city park hills has been with you know first state insurance agency for for quite a while um and bidding that out you know they i think they provided us the most competitive bid but it did do us and and, and for our citizens a service in bidding it out um, because although we're still moving forward with them as a brokerage um, we will have a new workers comp provider and we were able to save about 50 to 60 thousand dollars there from from our um, previous provider so again although we're same same brokerage um, it, it greatly benefited us and our in our taxpayer dollars that's a great savings too yeah absolutely well, that's nothing Goes a long way as my dad would say that's nothing to sneeze at yeah, yeah. <laughs> 50 60 yeah. grand savings yeah. good deal yeah. um it services i believe came up on the agenda too yeah absolutely and you know it is one of those things i believe you know kind of goes forgotten because it's just something you do every day right you kind of take it for granted but you know i believe good it is just as important um you know it's infrastructure right it's just as important as your streets um you know your water mains any anything else um and I think there was a um, consensus within our leadership team that we needed to do something there. I think we'd fell a little bit behind and then we, we just weren't getting the support we needed. You know, we don't have a full-time IT um, staff person. So we, re- we rely heavily on that managed services provider to, to assist us in our in our daily and long-term needs. And so just listening to our people and having some of my own experiences, we made a, a decision that we were going to move forward and um, we we're move for- moving forward with forward slash technologies. They are out of St. Louis, but they do represent um, other municipalities within our region so they 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 very much get city government and what it takes to uh, manage you know it for municipalities so we're, we're pretty excited to move forward with them well it sounds great especially yeah. if you've got somebody working other towns in the region they're familiar with how things run in this part of the country yeah. and uh, you know uh, we have that here as well we farm out for our it yeah. services a lot and it's it's easy to fall behind isn't it with technology you can fall behind pretty quick and you know it's no different than your fleet right for your cars you have fleet management you replace cars and you know you you know from my perspective i would expect the same thing with our technology and making sure we have the resources you know to perform on a daily basis and you know Mm -hmm. technology is for most of us you know for most of our our staff is what they do on a daily basis right it's here too and it's just like you know, check the air in the tires yeah. and change the oil and all that. You have to keep that maintenance up on your technology uh, pieces as well. It's just really important. And I, I think back, you know, sometimes I'm sure you probably do. Uh, do you remember a time when you did? It, it, there's an age difference yeah. here. And I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking like when I was in high school, you know, we were just hearing about computers yeah didn't have cell phones didn't I, have any of that so. I, I remember dsl and slow load times yeah. but <laughs> yeah. but yeah um but technology was definitely you know a part a part of my do you remember trip. the modems in the computer i do yeah all the, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i used to think late at night yeah. if i'd be doing some work and i'd turn that on i think shut yeah. up yeah I'm wake everybody up uh, well thank goodness yeah. they don't make that noise now <laughs> Well, it's great to know that, uh, of course, you're on top of that stuff, yeah. too. Uh, so you're getting caught up with IT. Yeah. Uh, by the way, folks, if you just tuned in, we're visiting with Zach Franklin. He's city administrator for City of Park Hills. This is the Park Hills City Government Report. Um, I wanted to talk to you about the pool, but before we get into the update, there's something else about the pool that, that took place recently. Yeah, correct. Yeah, last night the city um, passed a reimbursement resolution. Um, so, you know, as, as we've discussed previously, um, 
through these interviews, you know, the pool was over budget, which in, in today's time, I think any construction project, that's that's, that's to be expected, unfortunately. Um, so, you know, we come budget time, you know, we were kind of evaluating the best way to, um, you know, cover that cost. Do we look to take, you know, do we, do we look to take out more debt? Do we look to cash flow the project? And we felt, um, you know, with our, with our reserve account, it made the most sense to cash flow the project. However, that reimbursement resolution that was passed last night um, protects us, meaning, you know, we're, we're going to go ahead and fund the project with, with money, money we have. However, if we ever needed to take out, um, take out debt in lieu of paying for cash for this project, we would be allowed to do, do so through this resolution. So um, have some comfort there and able to sleep well at night knowing, you know, the decision we made still has, you know, we still have a backup plan if need be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very important. Um, I, I couldn't overstate the importance, as you know, of, yeah. of keeping on top of that. When yeah. you're building something like yeah. a pool, it's, it took a long time just to get to the point to start to break ground, Yeah, you know, to really watch that. And, and the other night, uh, uh, we were talking off air before yeah. the interview. My wife and I, um, we took our dinner to Columbia yeah. Park so we could go through the Christmas lights, yeah. which are up now and yeah. look great. They do. And, uh, and check out the pool from what we could see after dark. And it yeah. looks like, it looks great. Things are really moving along. The, it is interesting in those projects, you know, to your point, it takes a while, right? And then once it starts happening, it all happens really quick. It does. Um, but no, we're extremely excited about the project. Um, we're excited what that means to the community um, and, and that opportunity um, that our, you know, our citizens and other communities will have and bringing people to our town. But um, it's the projects. Um, well, it's actually ahead of schedule, so um, you know they'll wrap up most of the construction piece within the next couple months, and then they'll come back in the spring and do some last-minute um, touches to it. But it, it, it will be ready to go for Ma- Memorial Day weekend. So we're extremely excited. That sounds great. Yeah. Uh, two questions, real yeah. quick. Uh, we're about out of time, yeah. but I have two questions yeah. I want to ask you, and we didn't talk about this, yeah. so surprise. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not bad. Yeah. Uh, end of year. You've been here how many months now? Uh, this will be month seven. Month I believe. seven. So, yeah. so you could kind of look at the last yeah. year and. Yeah. From what you know at this point, uh, was there anything that stuck out that you would say this is a good accomplishment of ours from this last year or, or, or not? Yeah, I think so. I mean, there's always, you know, wins on a daily basis, right? And I had this conversation the other day, you know, you, you think big picture, right? You're motivated, let's get stuff done. Um, and sometimes, you know, those big picture things that take a while, right? You know, as we've talked before, different grants we've, we've recently been awarded that are going to take time. Um, you lose sight of everything, you know, you're accomplishing on a daily basis to improve your city. Um, I, I would say one of the biggest wins for me um, is some of the things we've been able to do internally with our leadership team and getting people um, on the same page and, and a shared vision of what we want the city to be and how we're going to get there. So uh, still a long ways to go, but I think um, there's been a lot of buy-in and, and, and I think I'm excited for some of the things, you know, we have on the docket moving forward. Now, speaking of moving forward, yeah. we're just about into that new year. Yeah. Is there anything on your mind that you've, uh, I won't say planned out for yeah. the year, but anything you're looking forward to working on? Yeah, absolutely. You know, going back to that planning thing, there's a lot of big, um, a lot of big grants and projects we've identified, and, and those two go hand in hand, right? I mean, we can't accomplish big projects without, you know, state or, or federal aid. It's, it's impossible. Um, so, you know, we've identified some, you know, uh, some large paving projects we want to do for our streets, some sidewalks, you know, MoDOT's TAP program. Um, I heard yesterday every application 
information um, last year, um, and those were actually before um, due before I even arrived. But every application that was um, submitted got awarded funding. Um, so you know things we're looking at are you know paving projects, sidewalks. Um, we have a lot of big water sewer conversations going on per you know previous discussions of uh, engineering reports we're currently waiting on. So a lot of a lot of focus on general infrastructure, how we're gonna f- how we're gonna improve it, um, where we need to improve it, and how we're gonna prioritize it. Well, that sounds great. Infrastructure is so important. It is. As you well know. Yeah. Well, thanks for the interview. I appreciate yeah. it. And uh, Merry Christmas to you and yeah. yours. Uh, anything else you'd like to add today? Or? I, I think that's that's it. I appreciate you having me, and Merry Christmas to all. Well, thanks very yeah. much. And again, that's Zach Franklin, City Administrator of Park Hills, here on AM 1240 with the Park Hills City Government Report. Next, it's news. But first, the weather, so stay tuned. Weather is brought to you by Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. It's never too early to start crunching those numbers, downloading those forms, and organizing all those receipts you put in your shoebox. Getting frustrated yet? Yeah. Try crunching this number, 573-546-3104. Accountant Stephanie Kitchell with Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. Year-round for tax and business consulting, accounting, and bookkeeping, and payroll. Crunch that number one more time. 573-546-3104, a trusted name in the Arcadia Valley area, Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. Partly sunny sky or high temperatures today will be into the lower 50s. Tonight, partly cloudy and overnight low in the upper 20s. On Thursday, we should see sunny skies or high near 55. or back in the mid-50s or partial sunshine Friday. And Saturday, mainly gray skies, low 50s, partly sunny and low 50s as we head through Sunday. Monday, blue skies, sunshine 50 to 53. From the Parkland's 24-hour weather center, I'm meteorologist Sally Russell. Local news you can trust. This is the Parklands Freedom Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Here's Mike Ramsey. Good morning. It's Wednesday, December 13th. The time is 7.33. And in this newscast, we'll hear more about preliminary data from the Missouri Department of Conservation concerning antlerless deer totals for hunters who used firearms. Also, the Department of Transportation officials there are encouraging you to check out their traveler information map before winter weather hits. And plant hardiness zones are designed to record the average of the lowest annual winter temperatures at specific locations across the United States. A horticultural specialist with the University of Missouri Extension Office in Jefferson County, Debbie Kelly, says the map has just been updated for growers. So that we know what types of plants we can plant where, um, so that they'll survive the winter. And that's what's important. And USDA Risk Management Agency, they use this map as well to determine crop losses, for example, for producers across, across the country as well. In other news, Missouri Department of Transportation officials are encouraging drivers to use the department's traveler information map. An area engineer with MoDOT, Chris Crocker, says you have to drive during winter road conditions or even other times of the year when the weather is bad. Use the online map for up-to-minute road conditions in your area. So let's say it's snowing out and a, a snowplow truck driver just went over the route and plowed it off. They're visually observing the route and looking at its condition and then reporting back to their supervisor who then relays that information to the traveler information map. The Traveler Information Map is, of course, downloadable as an application for your devices. To view it, visit the Missouri Department of Transportation's website, modot.org. 
Preliminary data from the Missouri Department of Conservation shows deer hunters harvested 18,904 deer during the late antlerless portion of firearms deer season, which ran December 2nd through the 10th. Top harvest counties were Callaway with 565 deer, Pike with 513, and Lincoln with 385. Last year's antlerless deer portion harvest total was 16,000. 241 deer. That's news from KFMO. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting for KFMO News from the Collins News Desk. It's Wednesday, December 13th, and the time is 7.36. Stick around. We have sports next with Jared Pettis here at AM 1240. You'll want to also check the website for more. The website, kfmo.com. It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis on the local side high school boys basketball from the TJ Fulon Fieldhouse as the Central Rebels got their home opener against Cape Notre Dame, the Bulldogs. Glenn Berry has the recap. The Central Rebels used a 16-0 run to end the first quarter and catapult to a 75-46 win over Cape Notre Dame on Tuesday night at the TJ Fulon Fieldhouse in Park Hills. On a night where the state champion Rebels football team was honored in pregame ceremonies, the Central Rebels offense took a few minutes to get untracked. However, the defense was wreaking havoc, causing 10 Cape Notre Dame turnovers in the first half. When the offense finally came alive, it was a little too much for Cape Notre Dame to handle, and Central took a 20-point lead into the locker room at half at 35-15. Even though the Bulldogs got off to a better start in the second half, they could not close the gap. In fact, they fell further behind, down as many as 25 points before the final whistle. Central goes on to win it 75-46, and after the game, Central head coach Brad Gross. This is the first game we've played where uh, we've actually, you know, coming off football, we didn't have any practice hardly at all, and we played four games last week, felt like we was in a little better shape, so we tried to get out and give a little more pressure tonight, so... I was glad we did. I think it worked out pretty good for us. Central was led in scoring by Joe Bryan, who had 22 points. Caden Casey had 17, while Cannon Harlow and Chris Lachance both had 10 apiece. Colton Johnson led Cape Notre Dame with 21, and Brett Dohan had 16. Central improves to 4-1 and one, will take on Festus on Friday night, a game that was postponed earlier this year due to the football team's championship run in the state playoffs. Cape Notre Dame will host Sykeston on Friday as well. Once again, in the first home game of the season for the Central Rebels, they come out on top 75-46 over the Cape Notre Dame Bulldogs. From the TJ Fulon Fieldhouse, I'm Glenn Berry for KFMO B104 Sports. Glenn, thanks. Other boys basketball action from Tuesday and Fredericktown. Top Bismarck on the road, 55-38. Well, Arcadia Valley falls on their home floor to South Iron, 54-40. Kingston pick up a huge winner over Herculaneum, winning by 57. 77-27. North County Falls to Saxony Lutheran and Bonterre 52-24. And Valley Caledonia on the boys and girls side sweep by Burnham. The Vikings win at 69-14. The Lady Vikings 41-36. And one other girls basketball matchup. Grandview beats Kingston on the road 47-26. Coming up today on the local side, not a whole lot. West County is at Steelville. While on the girls basketball side, it's Arcadia Valley as they host Lesterville. And Herculaneum is at West County. And in the 62nd Lynn Holiday Tournament in semifinals, three-seed Farmington plays two-seed Tipton. That one later on today. No basketball coverage tonight, but the Central Christmas Tournament seeds from Central High School later this evening. We'll have updates in our first check of sports Thursday morning, and we'll also keep you up to date on the website, kfmosports.com, and on X, formerly known as Twitter, at kfmosportsbb.
Coming up tomorrow, girls basketball, Fredericktown hosts West County in a broadcast matchup. That's got pregame at 5.30 for a 6 o'clock tip-off. We'll have live video on the website as well. Again, that's kfmosports.com. And on Friday, boys basketball from Central as the Rebels host Festus in a game that was originally scheduled for December 1st. Well, that was the day that the football state championship game was taking place. Then on Saturday, seven broadcast games, all from the Bob Seekers Fieldhouse. And it's five high school and two MAC in the St. Francis County Rotary Shootout. From there, the gridiron in NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs are at New England against the Patriots on Sunday. It was a game that was originally scheduled for Monday Night Football. However, that was flexed due to ESPN's flex scheduling. The Chiefs struggling as of late, and the Patriots have been all season. Coverage starts on KFMO with pregame at 11 o'clock with the Chiefs Radio Network and kickoff with Mitch Holtis and the gang at high noon. That's on Sunday. The following Monday, that's Christmas, the Chiefs will play the Las Vegas Raiders at Arrowhead Stadium. And in NCAA men's basketball, the Missouri Tigers on the hardwood will host Seton Hall. That is on Sunday, December 17th at 4 o'clock. And after that, Friday, December 22nd, Missouri will play Illinois, the Fighting Illini, at Enterprise Center in the Bragging Rides game, Illinois 16th ranked in the nation. And St. Louis University Billikens basketball, they play on Saturday at 7 at Chaffetz Arena against Louisiana Tech. Then they'll play Wednesday, December 20th at NC State. And we'll wrap it up with this. NHL, the St. Louis Blues were in action on Tuesday against the Detroit Red Wings. Alex Ferrario and the Blues Radio Network have the recap. Well, the Blues last night returned home to open up a three-game homestand, welcoming in the Detroit Red Wings. They scored the first goal of the game. Brandon Saad, six minutes in at even strength, but then Detroit got back-to-back goals to take a one-goal lead going into the second period, but it took Kevin Hayes 31 seconds to put the Blues back on top, his seventh and eighth goal of the season. Detroit would tie it up, and then the Blues would take the lead before the second period would end as Marco Scandella scored the eighth shorthanded goal of the season for the Blues, but the third period got ugly. 48 seconds in, a power play goal tied it up for Detroit. Robbie Fabry scored to take the lead seven minutes in, and then the Blues would give up the empty netter shorthanded for a 6-4 to four Lost. Now a four-game losing streak for the Blues as they're below 1-500 on the season. They'll be back in action Thursday night. Ottawa Senators in town. 7 o'clock puck drop. 6.30 pregame skate on the St. Louis Blues Radio Network. Blues defenseman Torrey Krug says the team can't continue to let winnable games slip away. We had a chance multiple times during this game to kind of take over, and, and we didn't. And that's kind of been smaller picture tonight, but big picture of our season has kind of been the same thing. And Blues forward Kevin Hayes says the team has to work together to get back to their winning ways. Some nights it doesn't go your way. Uh, it feels like it's been like that for a while now. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're all professionals. we got to show up and do our job, work at your job, and, and uh, no single guy is going to get us out of it. We have to do it together as a group. The Blues have allowed 58 goals in their last 14 games, and a couple hours after the conclusion of the loss on Tuesday, the Blues announced that they relieved Craig Berube of his coaching duties. Springfield Thunderbirds head coach Drew Bannister was named interim head coach of the St. Louis Blues. Blues GM Doug Armstrong will be meeting with the media today at 10.30. The last time the Blues released a coach midseason, it was when Craig Berube was assigned as interim head coach in 2019, taking over for Mike Yo, who was fired in November. The Blues 13-14-1, and we'll move on the rest of the way with interim head coach Drew Bannister. That's sports. I'm Jared Pettis, and we'll leave you with this game sound from pregame 
It's the Game 7 Stanley Cup 2019, the pregame speech from then interim head coach Craig Berube. Pump it up here. We're here for a reason because we're a good hockey team and we're going to come home with a cup here tonight. Let's go. Sonny, Bo, Perry, Benner. Let's go. Let's go. Bruin Processing and Catering in Fredericktown has farm fresh beef and pork for your freezer. Bruins also has retail cuts available and catering services for most occasions. Give them a call today at 573-783-3144. That's Bruin Processing and Catering in Fredericktown. I say the UPS store, you say printing. Hi, this is Katie, manager of the Farmington and Deloge UPS stores. Everyone knows the UPS store is where you can find fast and friendly shipping and mailbox services. But we also provide a full line of print and design services for all your personal and business needs. We even have a talented designer on staff to assist you with more personal jobs like wedding invitations. That's right, when I say the UPS store, you say printing. Come see us today at the UPS store in Farmington or Deloge. Farmington Building Supply on Karst Boulevard in Farmington is there to help with everything you need for your next project. Rick and his team are knowledgeable and experienced and are there to help, whether you're a professional contractor or the do-it-yourselfer. Farmington Building Supply, locally owned since 1958, offers you their number one priority, service. Find all the supplies you're looking for along with information and experience you need to finish your project from start to finish at Farmington Building Supply on Karst Boulevard in Farmington. Stay with us here at KFMO at 745. Shortly, we're going to have our program, Your Money Now. And also, we have the St. Francis County Commission Report. We'll have Harold Gallagher talking about the latest from the commission meeting, which took place yesterday in Farmington at the Annex Building on the third floor to be specific. So stay tuned to KFMO. Kevin Ball's Auto Body, the most recommended in the parkland. The definition of recommended is to be worthy of trust and they don't take that lightly. They treat your vehicle like it's their own. Your neighbors, your family, and your friends are now satisfied customers because you recommended them. When you need collision repair, don't just take it anywhere. Take it to Kevin Ball's Auto Body in Park Hills, the most recommended because your car hasn't looked this new since it was new. Kevin Ball's Auto Body, the most recommended by far. Christmas. Oh, 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 oh. This is Ronnie with Ronnie Sales Real Estate with a reminder that there's no place like a new home for the holidays and wishing you a very merry and bright holiday season. Oh, 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 oh. I'm Jennifer Koshenko with Your Money Now. Netflix is finally revealing viewership statistics on nearly all of its shows and movies. The What We Watched report ranks almost all of Netflix's shows and movies by number of hours viewed over the past six months. Season one of The Night Agent, an original action thriller, was the streamer's most viewed show during the past six months, garnering 812 million viewing hours. The Mother, starring Jennifer Lopez, was the top movie. Prices are going up for passengers on cruise, uh, Carnival Cruise Line ships. Carnival is raising its Wi-Fi prices and hiking fees for various specialty restaurants. The Wi-Fi plan will increase from $15 per person per day when purchased on board to $18. The value plan will increase from $20 to $23. The premium plan will cost $25 up from $22. On Wall Street, futures pointing to a higher open. After stocks closed moderately higher yesterday, the Dow Industrials gained 173 That's your money now. 
This is Rocky Mosel with International Star Registry. Over the past 45 years, we have named millions of stars for celebrities, dignitaries, and individuals worldwide. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com, you can name a star and give the ultimate Christmas gift. The star name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit StarRegistry.com or call 800-282-3333 to give the brightest gift. That's 800-282-3333. A holiday message from Jackson Hewitt. Twas the yikes before Christmas when all through the house not a creature was stirring except Larry. See, the stockings weren't hung by the chimney with care because Larry's wallet was empty with no time to spare. So he went to Jackson Hewitt for a holiday loan, got money so fast he rejoiced and went home. Avoid the yikes before Christmas. Go to Jackson Hewitt before it's too late. Get up to a thousand bucks fast minus the weight. Early refund advance offered to eligible clients. Application required. Finance charge applies. Loans by Republic Bank. Details. If you're looking for a house and land, or just a place to hang a tree stand, doesn't have to be just a dream, call the Whitmire team. Call 636-524-6056. I'm Missouri Lieutenant Governor Mike Kehoe. As a small businessman and entrepreneur, I always encourage Missourians to shop local to support their friends and neighbors. This holiday season, visit buymissouri.net to find Missouri-made products, manufacturers, and retailers near you. When you buy Missouri, you help create jobs and keep our hard-earned dollars in the local economy. I encourage you to shop local every day, but especially during this holiday season. Visit buymissouri.net and follow at buymissouri on social media for more information. Brought to you by the Missouri Lieutenant Governor's Office. Missed any of the start? We have another special guest on the line with us. Well, now you can hear it anytime, anywhere. Send straight to your phone. Subscribe to The Start on AM 1240 KFMO podcast. You'll hear all the best the start has to offer. Missouri 8th District United States Congressman Jason Smith. Even if you sleep in a little bit later. It's time for another Missouri State Legislative Report. Subscribe today to The Start from AM 1240 KFMO with Apple and Spotify podcasts. Here on KFMO, we're visiting with Harold Gallagher, the presiding commissioner of St. Francis County. And uh, once again, we're covering another commission meeting. There were several things talked about and a lot of uh, bids, a lot of uh, accepted and different things in that nature. Uh, the first I want to talk about was mobile data terminals with the sheriff's department. Yes. It's uh, about a $25,000 uh, price tag we're looking at, but it's 18 of these things. Yes. Yeah, we put a, a basically a computer unit in each police car or sheriff's car. And uh, they are removable. They can take them out and do the reports and different things like that. But uh, it's very important that they have that computerized data available to them instantly. I think if people took a look inside of a patrol car, they'd be amazed, wouldn't they? It's a mobile office. It is. Absolutely. It really is. Um, also, uh, some additional right-of-way was talked about for the Berry Road project. What's happening with that? Uh, yes, we're getting ready to move on the Berry Road bridge, and uh, this has to go in stages because of the different grants and different ways we're doing it. And now we're at the stage where we buy the real estate. Uh, the reason we buy real estate is the bridge is going to be elevated five and a half feet from the old bridge location or height. Mm -hmm. And so to do that, you have to have a, the increased slope width at the bottom. And so you need a wider stance for the for the fill to be done. So that's the reason we have to have more real estate to build that bridge. 
I heard uh, someone ask about a time frame and, uh, you know, for the Berry Road Bridge, and I know I've even asked that before, but uh, it just has to be done as it's done. Uh, there are so many aspects to it and different things that have to be done and for completed. For instance, yeah, Fish and Wildlife has to have approval of the, whether we're endangering any species or not. Mm -hmm. So all those steps have to be taken. Um, I noticed um, you put something up, a uh, slide up on the wall for us today about somebody uh, taking Christmas lights from some of the, it looked yeah, like the annex building. And we've, we've had vandalism over there. Uh, sadly, people take your stuff down. We try to decorate and, you know, and do it patriotically and everything else, and they stole mm -hmm. some of our lighting, and it's just one of those things. Now, that led to uh, approval to purchase an upgrade for a camera system, too. Yes, uh, we have many cameras around the buildings. And uh, we need to update those cameras and improve on them, and we are doing so. Now, uh, Buck came up from the Sheriff's Department. He's the fleet mechanic for the county, pretty much. And uh, he has so much work lately, and he's doing so many things these days um, and building the department, the mechanic department. Yes. Yeah. And he, he's done such a great job, but he needs help, and I understand that yeah. was talked about. Buck's been here since 2017, and at that time there was no department to take care of our cars. At that time, we had 65 cars in the Sheriff's Department. Now we have over 100. And, uh, you know, and Buck takes care of all of those with, with very little sending work out, like putting in, right now we send them out basically if they need a transmission. But Buck will be able to do that. He just doesn't have the time. Mm -hmm. So we've uh, approved the hiring of a, a, an assistant for Buck. Um, I, will that person start pretty much right away, I guess? As quick as we can get the process done, you know, Buck needs help. Yeah, that, that department's growing so much. And um, doing such a good job for yeah, us. They, they save are. a lot of money for us. They really do. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to jump ahead on the agenda a little bit to uh, discussion areas. Uh, new parking lot at Owl Creek, that came up and you showed a slide of that. It looks great. Yeah, and uh, it's just part of that step. We have to go through the grant process. We have to have, we have to show work being done before we can get some of the grants. And so that's part of the, you know, we had got a map on the, there mm -hmm. the, uh, uh, a system, or a, <laughs> trying to think of the word, to have a uh, priority list of jobs to be done and, and in the order of doing them. And so that, we're at that stage now. We've done the parking lot and we've got the, uh, many of the trails cut and cleared, getting ready to pave those. That park's going to be really great and for families. It's going to be a wonderful improvement to the county. Sure will. Um, and next Monday, there's an open hearing. I wanted everybody, uh, our listeners, to know about this. It's a budget hearing here at the courthouse, or yes. at the annex building. At the annex building, and uh, I think it'll be at 10 o'clock. And uh, it's the, the chance for the people to hear what's going on with the budget, the planned budget for the next year. And then we'll approve it probably in that meeting after, mm -hmm. the, after that hearing. It looks like uh, it's going to be bigger, I guess, than last year? Or? Yeah, there'll be some growth in it. Mm -hmm. And, for instance, Buck's helper will be there. The plant, the park superintendent will be on that. Yeah, mm -hmm. there's growth. All right. <coughs> Any, anything else you'd like to talk about today? Just Merry Christmas to everyone and wish you all health and happiness and the reason for the season. You bet. Merry Christmas to you. and Merry Christmas. Thanks for the interview. That's Harold Gallagher, presiding commissioner of St. Francis County here on KFMO. Tis the season for joy and savings at Walmart in Potosi. Sending warm Christmas wishes your way. Explore the festive aisles for everything you need to make your holidays merry and bright. Happy holidays from Walmart, your one-stop shop for the perfect Christmas celebration. Yeah, it's the start. Uh, how are you? I hope you're doing very well, very well. Uh, you know, I, I want to give away a ham, but I can't.
I can't give one away right at the moment. Our phones just went down for a little bit. Uh, I'm hoping they come back really quickly. Or else maybe I can think of another way to give away a ham. I don't know. I could stand out. I could shout out the window, Anybody want a ham? And if somebody's driving by and they see me holding a ham out the window, maybe they'd like to have it. (laughs) No, I can't do that. So uh, I hope we get the phones back up right away. I'm not sure what's wrong with them, but uh, we can't can't call you know you can't call in we can't call out (sighs) what a mess so anyway hopefully we'll get that fixed and we'll be able to throw that ham out there for you in the next hour and we hope you enjoyed the interview so far zach franklin city administrator park hills and uh, also let's see it looked like i saw the phone light up well maybe it's working who knows well i'll get the word here in a minute if it is but i hope you enjoyed the franklin interview there and also uh the one uh, the interview we just presented with harold gallagher i picked that up yesterday right after the st francis county commission meeting and i'd like to thank commissioners because they they all pitched in and they purchased a big old christmas dinner and it was delivered to the annex building It was put right out there in the hallway next to the commission meeting room. And everybody who goes to the mission commission meetings regularly, we were all told you're welcome to eat with the employees here. Uh, And, you know, anybody that attended the meetings regularly could uh, could have eaten there. Uh, Unfortunately, I didn't have time to hang around. I had other fish to fry, so to speak. Uh, But it wasn't as tasty, I'm sure. And I just want to thank the commissioners for being as thoughtful as they were, inviting uh, those of us who report on the meetings and others who just attend those meetings for the interest they have in county government. So thanks, commissioners. We appreciate that. Merry Christmas to you all. Uh, It's 7.58, and in just a moment, we're going to have news from cbs weather is brought to you by kitchell accounting and tax service in ironton it's never too early to start crunching those numbers downloading those forms and organizing all those receipts you put in your shoebox getting frustrated yet yeah try crunching this number 573-546-3104 accountant stephanie kitchell with kitchell accounting and tax service in ironton year-round for tax and business consulting accounting and bookkeeping and payroll crunch that number one more time 573-546-3104. A trusted name in the Arcadia Valley area, Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. Partly sunny sky or high temperatures today will be into the lower 50s. Tonight, partly cloudy and overnight low in the upper 20s. On Thursday, we should see sunny skies or high near 55. We're back in the mid-50s or partial sunshine Friday and Saturday, mainly gray skies, low 50s. Partly sunny and low 50s as we head through Sunday. Monday, blue skies, sunshine 50 to 53. From the Parkland's 24-Hour Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Sally Russell. All right, we're just about ready for CBS Worldwide News here in a moment at KFMO AM 1240. Maybe I'll give away two hams tomorrow. You know, if the phones don't come back up, we can always try that. We'll just give away two tomorrow. That would double your chances, maybe double your fun, huh? I kind of like that idea. We'll see. Anyway, Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night. No, it's not it's not nighttime. I'm just kidding. But I'm not kidding that it's eight o'clock and CBS News is next here at KFMO. Plus, in the coming hour, we're going to talk with Tiffany Gallagher, the executive director of the Mineral Area Council on the Arts, and we have the Southeast Missouri Mental Health Minute coming up about eight forty five. Stay with us at AM twelve forty. It's eight o'clock. 
1240 KFMO, the Parkland's Freedom Leader. Park Hills, Deloge, Fredericktown. We 